0: Good day, good day, good day. This is Coffee Conversations with Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Good morning, or good afternoon, good or good evening. Or in the middle of the night, whenever you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We've, do we have uh, any listeners in the middle? We don't have a timestamp on when people listen. No. So maybe. No. But although, I think we do have international listeners. Uh, I was looking at the looking at the stats. Oh, yeah. we do have people from Europe and Germany, really? Uh, well, th- those are the same, right? <laughs> that's true. <yeah. laughs> Germany is in Europe. Uh, uh, so they, they they could be listening in our evening, I suppose that's right? true. It could be morning, but our night. yeah, so it's fun. So if we have any uh, any international listeners, we'd love to to have some feedback and some uh, some some emails for you. we'll we'll include our emails on the show notes today. Mm-hmm. So how, how did you how did you find out about us? <laughs> you know, how did uh yeah. How'd you come across coffee, coffee conversations, and um, and see what you think? We'd love to well, love to hear from our our international people.
1: It always amazes me too. Like, how do people find a podcast, or why do you keep following it?
0: You know, yeah. so yeah.
1: some feedback would be nice.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I hope you're doing well. We're moving through. what is it the second week of Lent? Or third week? Uh, second, I think right second. now. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We had uh, our Diocesan Night of Confession this this last week, was which went really well.
1: This is, I forget how many years we've been doing this. I think it's been like eight or nine. I was going to say, it's, Maybe. I don't think
0: it's quite ten, but it's pretty close. Yeah, when uh, Bishop Lennon was a uh, bishop here in Cleveland, it, I know it started when he, when he was um, a bishop. But yeah, I just started, you know, we wanted to get, get, get the word out there and just every parish in the Diocese of Cleveland... Would offer confession between five uh, to eight, and we had uh, a good number of people. A lot of people I haven't seen. Uh, a lot of people I hadn't seen before. We actually had one guy from. I guess we were talking with the. We had some greeters mm-hmm. who greeted everyone to come in because maybe it's been maybe it's been a little while since someone's been in been in a church. Yeah, you know, to be welcoming. I guess they they were saying that we had someone from Texas. Oh wow! So they were just they drove
1: this far so that nobody would know <laughs> yeah. who they were. They
0: heard. But, yeah. <laughs> Or they just heard St. Gabriel's was just, you know, such a such a stellar parish that they drove all the way from yeah. Texas. To... But yes, yeah, so they could be completely anonymous. Anonymous,
1: yep. Nobody'll know me in Although mind.
0: that's when you that's when it bites you though. Yeah. Because you think you're gonna get away and then like you're in the airport somewhere. <laughs> like, hey, Father David. My daughter, I had her pretty much
1: for most of her life in school because she was always a student when I was a teacher. So she goes to this college in Indiana and they said, Well, why'd you come here? And she goes, Well, I wanted to go somewhere where nobody knew my dad. And the campus minister looked at her and went, Does your dad write religion books? <laughs> <laughs> Bomb. Not bom, far bom. enough away. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> the world is much smaller.
1: Yes, indeed it is.
0: Than you think it is. So. So, but it was a great night. Um, just a lot of goodness, a lot of, a lot of forgiveness. And it was great because we was this the last episode we talked about sacrament of really like reconciliation. So it was really just just great to be able to enter into it. And mm-hmm. we had our reconciliation for the for the kids too last Saturday,
1: right? We did for second graders and their parents.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. What'd you think about what'd you think of that?
1: I thought it went really well. We've been working really hard during our sacramental preparation with the parents to help them know how much God loves and forgives them. We do a really good job with the kids, yeah. But I think with the parents, it's been a while for them, and there's a lot of things that have happened in their lives that have kind of gotten in the way. Yeah. So we're just working on welcoming people home and right. Helping both them start. Both, both and approach with the mm-hmm. kids and the parents. And Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I think it was really great. So the way we're doing it, you know, cause kind of because of COVID, you know, we talk about COVID keepers, you know, mm-hmm. because COVID really did help us to see things differently and do things a little differently and there's there have been some real benefits in the life of the parish. But that we started doing confession these sacraments of reconciliation over four periods instead of just like what was was one, one one day. Right. So like we morning would, and afternoon, so it was like crank them all out. Like we would of, have
1: sixty families in the morning and sixty families in the afternoon. Yeah, and it was just way too much. Right. I mean, it was a long experience. A
0: right. Chaos. So the so the benefit was that you know not only do the kids not have to not have to sit as long, mm-hmm. you know, kind of waiting for everyone to get done, uh, to get finished, but you know that we get a chance to really kind of be not just with the kids, but to be with the parents and invite mm-hmm. the parents to come and have more than like two minutes. You know, to to be with them and talk with them. And I thought that was just a really great, uh, really great opportunity.
1: Right. We had about 30 families and 10 priests. Yeah. Which, it worked out really well. Yeah. So.
0: So, praise God. It was good stuff. Good stuff. We had uh, St. Paddy's Day yesterday, right? We did. We're we're recording on Friday. When
1: did you start celebrating?
0: Start celebrating? Well, late afternoon. Oh, okay, late afternoon. We started the night before. We little, went out a little for, before dinner. Oh yeah, we went out for corned <laughs> beef you go. the night
1: before, figuring that it would just be too crazy on St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah. So then we went out yesterday too on St. Patrick's Day and Perfect. had corned beef then too. Where, so. did you,
0: where, where did you go, Spats?
1: We went. No, we went to uh, Manhattan Deli on Wednesday, and then Thursday we went to this little Italian place that... Also did corn beef. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I thought well, nobody would be there. It's yeah. a, you know, it's Italian. And... Right,
0: and then it was packed. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. it wasn't too packed. I think everybody thought they would never have corned beef in an Italian place. <laughs> so it was good. It nice. was very nice. Yeah.
0: I. Uh, it was a beautiful day. I mean, it's still, still now, seventy degrees. You know, yeah. and sunny in March. I saw the. Um, so the uh, the bishop and the seminarians walked in the the parade downtown. Oh, Cle- did they really? Downtown Cleveland. Yeah. I remember we did it um, when when. Um, Archbishop Perez was here a number of years ago. We uh, marched. It was the one and only time I ever watched, w- walked and marched in a parade. In the, uh, <laughs> in the parade? And the, well, a big, big parade like that. You were
1: behind any horses or anything, were you? No, no. <laughs> that's good.
0: No, but they they allowed the, uh, the 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 Slovak into the Irish. Oh, that's good. The Irish parade, yeah. You know? That's <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: good. Yeah. But that sounds like fun.
0: Yeah, another year, another year of green bread, green beer, green coffee. That's Have you ever had
1: green beer? beer?
0: I don't think I actually have.
1: I think I had it once.
0: Tasted the same. It, taste it just looked weird. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like ah, I don't know. Yeah. So, but it's good. So today we want to talk about forgiveness. So last week we talked about being forgiven, right, uh, in the sacrament of uh, reconciliation. Uh, in this, in this, in this season of forgiveness. And yeah, that we want to be able to enter into that uh, really well as Catholics. That we have these things called sacraments, and God wants to, to know of His presence, know, want us to know of His presence in a very real way. And going to a priest and and actually saying out loud, you know, some of the things that we struggle with, and, and hearing, "I absolve you of your sins," and that it's not the priest who is saying that as much as it is, it's Jesus saying that. It just is a as a real a real game changer. Uh, in our spiritual lives
1: yeah and i think the fact that you don't hear it's okay you hear you're forgiven yeah and i think that's something we practice with with the parents too with their kids is um we start usually by saying but from the parent's side you're forgiven before the kid ever says i'm sorry and Mm -hmm. i think that's what the way scripture and the sacrament portrays it is you're forgiven. Yeah. and then really we're sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's not okay. So sometimes when somebody hurts you and and they say you say I'm sorry, you really need to hear you're forgiven um, instead of it's just okay.
0: Right, right. So totally. And that's just that brings such a relief, you know, to our minds and, mm-hmm. and to our hearts. Right? Even if it's something we continue to struggle with, you know, even if it's something we bring, you know, every time, you know, to the sacrament. That there is such just a, a relief of mind and heart, not that we go to confession for the relief, you know, not just it's it's us, well I don't want to feel guilty anymore. That ultimately we want to go because we want to love God better, and uh, we and we do love God. Uh, we want to love our families better, and we want to love you know people around us. But at the same time, it is such just a beautiful relief mm-hmm. <laughs> in our lives to know that we don't have to carry this stuff around.
1: Right. I remember when I was at. Um uh, high school as uh, campus minister, I had one of those like gray trash cans, mm-hmm. you know like like the waste basket, yeah, and somebody wrote me a note on it that said it's not it's not how much trash you carry, it's how well you carry it hmm. on the garbage can, I thought well, that's really weird i so I wrote him back a note on my garbage can and said. You know, it's really not helpful to carry any trash. It's probably better <laughs> to get just... rid of it and yeah. empty it. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the de- the trash can disappeared. I'm never really sure where it went. Um, but <laughs> like, I'm hoping ah. they knew that, you know, it's it's better to let it go than to carry it around. Yeah. Um, hey. so.
0: Like at you, a no little evangelist there.
1: <laughs> trash can theology, there yeah. we go. You
0: should have signed it, love God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So. Great. So yeah, so we want to talk about uh, today uh, forgiving others, not just being forgiven uh, by God, which is a beautiful reality, but forgiving others, which um, is beautiful, but we also know is not easy. No. Right? Forgiving other people. And to kind of guide our, our, our thoughts a little bit, I came across this, uh, it's actually a talk uh, that's in written form by uh, Larry Christensen, and I believe, I don't know if he's an evangelical or he's in a, within the Protestant tradition, but he gave this talk on uh, unilateral forgiveness. Okay, and we'll we'll talk about like, we'll break that apart and actually what is he talking about. And then through our conversation, we'll kind of flesh it out. But he talked about unilateral uh, forgiveness. So, okay. So first, maybe a definition. What is forgiveness? What What does it mean to forgive? To forgive means to cease uh, to feel resentment against or to give up uh, resentment towards, towards someone else. And I think if, we're, if, if we are honest with ourselves, again, we want to look at our lives uh, not with condemnation, but with curiosity. Uh, I think the, the spiritual life is, is, is going into parts of our life. And to, 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 to appreciate the fact that, and to admit the fact that we do walk around with a lot of things going on in our lives, and our hearts. I don't know about you, but I, I know mm-hmm. even just in, in a single day, there's a lot of thoughts I have towards mm-hmm. other people. There's a lot of um, good and, and, and maybe not so good. And I think they say that like 98% of our, our thought is like subconscious. That's a lot. So we have yeah, <laughs> 95 or 90. Like, so there's a lot going on within us, whether we're even aware of or it, or it or not, how mm-hmm. we approach other people, what we're thinking or how we're approaching them. And, and, and how much is resentment a part of that? Mm-hmm. I think if we looked at our lives, it might be more than we like to admit.
1: Yeah. And you think that, that um, I don't know what to call it, stimulus, responsive, I see a red light, I'm going to stop. Or I see somebody that looks like somebody that hurts me, and I'm going to kind of be defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, that it takes a while. Those are all safety things, mm-hmm. but there can also be things
0: that, Imprison us. Because we're or... trying to protect ourselves mm-hmm. from, from being hurt by others, right. which is, um, I mean, good and understandable. It's a good survival thing, right? but sometimes it turns in against us. because <laughs> yeah, we don't want to just survive, we want to thrive, mm-hmm. right? And so forgiveness is, is all part of that. Okay, so to forgive means to to, to give up resentment, to let go of, of, of things. Now, not to say it's all okay, right? <laughs> uh, and that doesn't mean forgetting, you know, maybe what things have happened and what, you know, what people have done and said or not done and said, but it's really to, to let go of, uh, of, of, of the resentment of it. And okay. So what does unilateral mean? What is it? So what are, what are we going to be talking about? So what is, does what unilateral mean? We, we, have, we looked up the <laughs> we, definition. I had to
1: look it up. I, it was different than what I thought it meant. Yeah. Um, the definition said it's, it's like one sided.
0: Like a one-sided thing, coming coming from one side. So, yeah. una means one. U- uni means one, uh, and lateral is like if you think of like a trajectory, like you know, right. like, a, like a plane, like a line, you know. So. So it's like it's like a conversation, and we're talking about like what what's what's a good analogy to kind of talk about this. So, so if you have a, a conversation between two persons, if one person's just talking, it's it's a what. It's not really a conversation, it's, it's, not a monologue. A, it's not a dialogue, <laughs> right. it's a monologue, right? Mm-hmm. So to say unilateral forgiveness, it's forgiveness that comes from one side, um, not necessarily both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the, this uh, Larry Christensen was inviting us to, forgiveness means forgiving other people of letting go of things uh, before someone says, I'm sorry, essentially. Think that's, that, is that easy to do?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's, it's one of the harder things to do. Matthew West has a really good song called Forgiveness, and there's a YouTube version of it where he interviews this mom whose daughter was killed by a drunk driver, and not only does she forgive him, eventually, right. doesn't happen right away, but then she goes to the judge and asks for his sentence to be reduced and it really almost accepts him as part of the family. Yeah. Um I think that is like an extreme example of of what unilateral forgiveness is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so to say that we have a lot of stuff going on within us that we don't necessarily perceive or understand that if that's same if that's true of me that's also true of somebody else. Correct. Right. So so how people treat us like it's all coming from somewhere. And oftentimes when I think forgiveness is able to see that, okay, this person hurt me. Well, that hurt is coming from a place of hurt. Mm-hmm. The reason why they did this or or that is coming from the fact that like their life isn't perfect, they're wounded, they're struggling with something too, whether they realize it or not. Right. And I think forgiveness in this sense means... Can we, can we try to see the person and can we try to see what's maybe going on in their lives in general? Like we're trying to see where, where is this coming from, Mm -hmm. you know, and not just simply fixating or focusing on, oh, this is what they did to me. You know, someone makes a a comment that just kind of, just kind of hits us and hurts us like, well, we don't know what's going on in their day. We don't know what's going on in their head. We don't know what's going on in, in their family. We don't, you know. So I'd appreciate this. There's a lot going on. And
1: you may never know.
0: And you may never know.
1: Um, The Big Bang Theory. You ever watch that? Oh, yeah. I love The Big Bang Theory. In season 12, and it's episode 22, um, Leonard and his mother never get along. There's Mm -hmm. always this tension between them. So you can see the tension building. And it it gets to this point where she knows that he's going to unload on her about how she failed as a mother. Right. And... His line is, if I accept you, if I expect you to accept me as being who I am, I have to accept you for being who you are. Right. And and he forgives her. He just says, I forgive you. And there's no explosion like she was expecting. It was just like playing tug of war and letting go of the rope. Right. He just forgives her. And I think that's a really good example of what forgiveness is. Yeah. Is just saying, I don't know what's going on, but... You're forgiven. Yeah. So it doesn't mean like you're going to be an idiot then and you, right. know, you hit me once and then I'm going to go back and say, you're forgiven and you're going to hit me again. Correct. So we're not saying abuse is a good thing.
0: Right. Forgive is not to forget. Like right. we need to remember how people hurt us and mm-hmm. um, and sometimes, you know, truly loving someone and, and really forgiving them means like <laughs> you need to not be a part of my life now right. because I don't want to enable you to do this or that and I don't. I'm a person worthy of... Uh, of love, I don't, I don't, no one, no one is, uh, deserves of abuse or anything totally.
1: Yeah, you're forgiven, but I'm going to pray for you from a distance, <laughs> correct? <laughs> I correct. Think that's
0: a really important, yeah. Thing. Forgiveness can have boundaries, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Could and, and should have boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. at times, uh, too, right? But yeah, I mean, the world doesn't revolve around us, <laughs> you know, with, with his comment, you know, mm-hmm. like how how often we we kind of want the world to kind of, kind of be in our image people to act this way <laughs> pe- things to go this way and the world, you know, to forgive means okay, the world doesn't revolve around me there are other human beings in the world and just because they're different okay, well that's, they're different they're different mm-hmm. you know? uh, doesn't mean we abandon all of our our morals, doesn't mean we abandon all of the things that are true we, we still hold, you know, people to the truth but, but you know they're coming from a different place. So forgiveness is hard, and it's a process. But that we should strive to forgive before other people say they're sorry or even know that they did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the the talk pointed out that in the scriptures, no one actually asks Jesus to forgive them. Correct. No one actually asks. No no one tells Jesus they're sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, for the for for for, for things that they've done. He just always forgives, you know. They, they come to him maybe with a certain need. Like I'm thinking, like the the, para, uh, the story of the paralytic, where the you know the, the four three or four friends you know bring him through the through the through, through the, the roof. roof of the house, and he's on a stretcher, and and Jesus, he obviously he needs a physical healing, but he forgives his sins before he does a physical healing, mm-hmm. because Jesus knows what he really needs. But but nobody ever asks. He always just forgives.
1: One of my favorite scripture quotes is romans chapter five verse eight and it says but god demonstrates his own love for us in this that while we were still sinners christ died for us Mm -hmm. that um that god forgives us even before we know we need forgiveness Mm -hmm. um or god forgives us even before we say we're sorry
0: and i think that's what we're called to do which is not always easy it's really hard Totally yeah and that's and that's the whole point why should we forgive in this way you know even if, if even if forgiving means like constantly every morning like I just need to say I forgive this person or pray for this person even if by starting we don't really feel like we mean it mm-hmm. simply going through that habit you know that that habit can help to uh, change the heart you know over 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 time
1: I went to confession one time and i knew the is this is
0: is this a confession? It is. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah.
1: and and it's going to be on live. Um and i went to my friend who's a priest and i said, "You know, these people i work with are just mean. Mm-hmm. They're just really mean. And i I'd, I'd love to be mean back to them, but i know i shouldn't." And so he goes, "Well, for your penance, i want you to pray for them." I went, "Really? That's it?" <laughs> yeah. And it really helped. It took a couple years of praying for them before I could be in the same room with them.
0: Right. But um, it really did help. Yeah. And, so, and what did the prayer look like in praying for them?
1: You know what? I would, I prayed for each of them. I kind of went through the building where they, they each kind of worked at and just asked God to um, to help me see them as God sees them. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the the filter that I looked at
0: them through. Right. Right. Namely, the filter of hurt, the Mm -hmm. the filter of dislike, the Mm -hmm. filter of resentment, right? Or pride. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, totally. Yeah, and the the prayer can be, God, just bless them with whatever they need today. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what they need. Um, They may not know what they need, but you know what they need. And just be with them and and bless them. And 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 desiring that for them is an act of love.
1: And helping me to not do a stimulus response. You know, where they would do this and they know I would respond in a certain way or I would do something. (laughs) Like a knee jerk. You hit me in the knee, I'm going to kick you. Yeah. You know which buttons to push to make people mad. It's how do you ask God to help you not to push those buttons?
0: Right. Um, Right. Which, I mean, just highlights the point that forgiveness isn't magic, but (laughs) it's a process. (laughs) It's a a process. It's not not, not magic. It's a a work. It's It's a decision to love. So, yeah, we don't know who those you know, who are those people in our life that we, that we have to get for forgive. Who do we, when we pass by, you know, in the hallway, uh, we just kind of have a certain feeling within us and, like, maybe just explore that. Why do I feel that? Mm-hmm. Where is that coming from? Am I harboring resentment towards them? Have I let go of what they have did or said to me, you know? And then I think, uh, kind of lastly, as Christians, so forgiveness isn't simply uh, a mental exercise we want to do. That's that's important, but ultimately, uh, forgiveness is a spiritual kind of reality. That so we talked about you know Jesus forgave. Well, what is Christian faith? Its relationship with God. It's 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 ultimately it's His love coming through us. Like we're not going to be able to forgive, uh, especially in really heroic ways. Like even people who forgive in really heroic ways, uh, they may not be Catholic. They might not be Christian. I think we would still say, like, how are they able to do that? Like, that's God at some level. Absolutely. You know, John Paul, going back to his, um, the person who shot him in, in St. Peter's Square, mm-hmm. you know, like, desiring to kill him. And he went back, you know, I don't know how, if it was a couple of years later.
1: And He went to prison he to went, visit he went, him. He went mm-hmm. to,
0: to the prison to visit mm-hmm. him. And he actually, he talked with him. He forgave him. Like, that's a heroic act of forgiveness. That doesn't just happen from our own well I just want to think positive thoughts about this person like that that comes from God yeah you know and I, th- I think
1: it comes from little acts of forgiveness in our lives that that can build up to those big acts of forgiveness
0: right yeah yeah so th- th- this is this thought is coming from a book uh, from Christopher West called love is patient but I'm not <laughs> so it's a good it's a good little reflection uh, but he says forgiveness does not mean saying it's okay. If we, were, if we were okay, there'd be no reason to ask for forgiveness. In order to forgive, we must open our hearts to a love that does not originate in us. We must open our pain to the very love of God. If we do, that divine spirit of love promises to transform our injury uh, into compassion. And so like when we're talking about praying for people, it's you know we've got to take our hurts to God too. And it's, it's, it's when we take our hurts to God that his grace is present, his love is present, you know, his love is present. And then he helps us to see, you know, the situation differently. Uh, he helps to heal that memory of, of when someone hurt us. Not that the pain doesn't go away completely, mm-hmm. but our relationship to the pain changes because, yeah. we know, because we know God is with us in it.
1: And I like that line about our injuries turned into compassion, where we suffer with the person, right, not just judge them,
0: right. So very good. Totally. So all right. Well, there it is. We all think about uh, who are the people we need to forgive in our lives today, as we move through this lengthened season, as we grow uh, in grace and love, uh, and move towards Easter, uh, the death and resurrection of Jesus, which is what the ultimate act of uh, forgiveness mm-hmm. on God's part that purchased for us uh, salvation. So all right. That being said, let's uh, end in prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise uh, for the gift of this day, the gift of our lives, uh, the gift of your forgiveness, which we experience uh, on a daily, uh, on a daily basis. Particularly as we uh, appreciate and receive uh, your love in the sacrament of confession, we give you thanks for all the people uh, of our lives as well, uh, even those who have uh, who have hurt us, insofar as we are able to to love uh, them. And we're able to enter into forgiveness. We ask you to bless any people in our lives whom uh, we hold resentments towards, who we struggle to forgive, that you may bless them with whatever uh, they need in their lives. And you may bless us uh, with the strength uh, to see them uh, as who they are as God's children. Give you thanks uh, for this day and keep us safe uh, as uh, as we go throughout our day. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, have a blessed day. Uh, Enjoy the sunshine, no matter what you're doing. Yep, God bless.